Hey there, welcome to Beyond Domestic Violence, Grace Hart here. And today's episode was inspired by a lovely lady on Facebook. Um, I'm in a couple of domestic violence forums and she made this comment on a flashback or a trigger. And she said that she has been quite a few months out and she's in a good place. Um, She's been seeing a specialist and um, she was having a meal with someone that a family member she cares about that she feels good with and in her home and she does not have um, any experience of flashbacks or triggers um, to the point of panic attacks but yet on this particular evening when she was in a lovely place and with a nice person and um, she actually said the food that was made was one of her food's Choices that, you know, when she was growing up, I had such lovely positive memories around it. One of her favourite meals. And she just had a full-blown panic attack. um, Almost seizure. Seizure. That's the word. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, And so her question on Facebook was, I'm in a really good place. And I was in a good place and I was with someone nice. And what the heck? You know, can they just come out of the blue like this? What's wrong with me? (laughs) So I really wanted to address this. Now, I have spoken about triggers. They can range from just disassociation, where you just kind of float above in the ceiling, or, you know, um, not really engaging. Um, You can go to the other spectrum where you can get a post-traumatic response of actually hurting somebody, right? And... A lot of the time, it's it can be one of two things, which is something in your environment has triggered it. So there's a horrible person or you're unsafe where you are. Um, and it can also be a post-traumatic body release. And one of the things that didn't really come up in the conversation was when you feel safe, secure and supported – your body goes, oh, okay, let's let, let's let out some trauma here. And we can conclude that when that happens, something's wrong. So either the person that I was with in the room is wrong, it's, they're not safe, I, I've judged them incorrectly, or um, it might be that I, my home's not safe or... Um, whatever it is, you can go into conclusion because you're having these emotions and having these flashbacks that it must be because of that environment. So please get that um, this lady, for example, she thought the food was maybe off and that's why she had it because she just couldn't understand because everything was fine why she would be having this attack. And it's a bit like, you know, when you work and work and work and work and work and then you get your two-week holiday or whatever it is and you get sick (laughs) and you're like, great, you know, when I was healthy at work and now when I'm looking forward to my holiday, um, I'm sick as a dog. Why do they say sick as a dog? That's really weird. I've never actually understood that because I I get dogs really happy that I – maybe they – anyway, that's a question for another time. Um, And so – when I when I looked at this, I was like, okay, there's conclusion there. There has to be something wrong. There's conclusion there where um, it must be the food. And 
Um, so one of the things that really I'm, – I'm grateful for the experience. I met a beautiful man um, a long time ago and and initially I was like, oh, he's like a brother and he's just so familiar and, you know, and then there was just this moment um, actually where my hair got stuck in on his face <laughs> and I was sweeping it away. I was like, oh, oh my goodness, you know, you know when you know it. And and I, I felt that. I felt it in, in, in my deepest being, right? Except every single time I would see this person, I wouldn't feel good. I'd feel pain in my heart. I would feel pain in certain areas of my body. And I, I just could not, because I hadn't learned about, tra- I was not trauma-informed at that time. And so I absolutely knew that feeling of, oh, possibility, yay, let's go, right? However, my body was doing all this stuff that was completely different to that beautiful knowing. And I was, was new to asking questions at that time and I did the best I could and it was just, I was just confused. And now I know with disassociation – when you're on a pedal and functioning from a pedal, not from your being, it's impossible to see possibilities. And so there was a moment I was in the center of the flower where it was like, oh, possibility. Wow. Okay. This is, this feels amazing. Like, ah, right. Let's dive in. Let's change the world. And then there was this hijack that went on. And what I noticed is when I left my um, abuser, I pretty much lived on the pedals, the disassociative pedals, and I would hop into when required my being. And a lot of people experience this when there's been violence, that their centre of the flower where they're being them isn't their place of being. They tend to function from disassociation after disassociation or um, or the disenfranchised parts, so to speak, with just moments of jumping into the beingness. And that's purely because when you're dealing with trauma, it's like the bear coming at you. So you're continually looking for the problem. And, you know, especially if you're still currently in that relationship, you know, you're, you're looking at their facial features and paying attention to their voice and, you know, you're using your superpower of, of observation and um, perception in a bastardized sense to keep you safe versus looking at it from a, the, a greater vantage point on what's possible here and, and having your own back. And it's a journey because when you spend most of your time on your disassociated parts or the petals of the flower, you don't have access to possibilities. You don't have access to your very being. And that's what was going on back then. It was like I was on my, my disassociated pedal going, I don't get this. What does this mean? It doesn't make sense. And then I'd hop occasionally, I'd hop into the centre of the flower going, oh, this is fantastic. This is like, this is beautiful. And there would be this absolute clarity. So one of the things when this lady said what she said about her attack is this. It was my biggest aha moment in relation to what the heck was going on then. 
When you are in a space of kindness and true caring, your body will let go of its trauma. So please don't assume that the person that you happen to be looking at has anything to do with how you're feeling in that moment when the trauma comes out. And it's a bit like blaming her food, you know, going, the food must be off. (laughs) That's what I was doing. I was going, okay, I guess the relationship possibility is off because I feel off. Never occurred to me, had nothing to do with that. It was that this gentleman was such a sweet, kind space of total allowance, total receiving, kindness and caring, that my body was like, yes, let's let go of all this stuff, <laughs> right? And, and this was not, uh, just to be, just to be um, more transparent, this was not a person that I chatted with or was in close proximity with. This was just a person, for example, in a room, so you can get, you can walk into a shopping center and if there is a person there that you don't even know maybe that has a level of kindness and caring and they just happen to be in the same aisle as you, your body will go, oh, yes, okay, let's let go. And all of a sudden you're, you might be teary. You might be feeling sad, you might have grief, you might have fear and you're like, what the heck, I walked into this shopping centre and I'm feeling, you know, I was fine and now I'm teary or now I'm feeling scared. So please ask, is this a post-traumatic body response or release, I should say, as well? Now, it can also be that you're so highly sensitive that when you walk down that shopping aisle, there might have been someone that's angry or has grief, and that's a whole different conversation. But what I'm talking about is if you are having panic attacks or triggers in an environment where you're like, why am I having it here? I love the forest or I love, you know, my mom or my dad or, you know, wherever you are. Um, There could be, it could be that your body's gone oh my goodness, we can do this now. We can let go of some of this now. Now, what I have noticed (laughs) is I've only had two what I call like crazy off the charts triggers and or attacks or or flashbacks or whatever you want to say it. And one of them was actually in a classroom and I, I didn't even know what I didn't have. I was not trauma informed. And I was, I had just started to talk about something that was related to my trauma. And all I can say is that there was an energetic vomit. There was just this weird sound that came out of me. And I was like, what the heck's going on? And there, there was just this sobbing. Um, and I recently had a trigger um, in a counseling session. It happened when I, when I was speaking about something. And the same thing happened. I just started a couple of words and then this, you know, just came out. And I realized, ah, it's the same thing. I feel safe, secure and supported with my counsellor. 
and I felt safe, secure and supported that time in that class. And equally, I felt safe, secure and supported at a completely like off the charts level when I connected with energetically with this beautiful guy. So please know that yes, it's so important to ask because it might be that the person you're with or the environment you're in is something where your body's saying, you know, alarm, alarm, um, get, you know, leave, leave that place or leave that person or leave that event, you know, so super important to have that on the menu as a possibility, but please don't conclude like I did or go into confusion. Um, Recognize too um, that if you are confused, you are not in the center of your flower. What's most likely happening is that you're on two pedals, um, two or more pedals, and they're all having a conversation. So one pedal's like going, no, you know, this is whatever. And then the other one's going, but I think this. And, and so there's this confusion. And there's a bunch of reasons why you could have that confusion. But the most important thing is that if you can become aware of what it feels like to be you. And I know that might be tricky for some of you listening right now. You know, I had no idea. I had lost lost connection with it and slowly slowly you know it's like a drought and the water comes in and then the forest grows back again you know it's amazing how quickly it happens guys when you start to flow energy and you start to feel your beauty you know I remember sitting on a couch going what is that feeling I feel really strange and this was only a few months ago I was like what is that what is that energy and it was like, oh, it's pretty. I feel pretty. And I always used to refer to myself as a toad. Like, oh, I look like a toad. And I don't know where I got that from, but that's just, I used to say it all the time. And there was just this energy. And I was like, what? So, you know, you'll start to have joy come back and pretty come back. And, you know, all these other things come back into your forest. <laughs> and it's possible and some, sometimes it's a long rescue. There's no right way, wrong way. It's a meandering. It's a, it's a journey. The most important thing is to take two steps. Keep, keep going and acknowledge how brave you are. Super important to do that. How courageous you are. And there will come a time where you will be able to perceive your beauty your contribution, your value. I know that might be so far removed from your reality right now. Uh, It was for me too. But I'm living proof. (laughs) It happens. You can actually be that place that you know is possible. That space of you, that being, the space of being you. And with every step, you'll get more energy, you'll get more support, you'll have ahas. But today, this was just a quickie to let you know that if you're having any sort of weird body symptoms or feelings when you're in a particular place or in, in, you know, when you're in the same room as something or someone, pay attention 
And I would also encourage you to ask for more kindness to show up in your life and caring. It's okay for you to be cared for. You know, I was really good at doing the caring and the kindness, but not for me, right? Wouldn't, wouldn't sort of go there. And what I realized is my level of kindness and caring was so diminished and so watered down because there wasn't that ebb and flow. There wasn't that willingness to receive. And it's super unkind. It's really unkind to yourself and to the planet to not receive. You know how beautiful it is for you to give, right? Feels good. (laughs) So what if you allowed that for somebody else to experience that they can gift to you and they can be that space for you and you know as I said recently in another podcast it's impossible for someone to gift to you and you not gift back it's just impossible it's like touch it's impossible if I touch you the sheer fact that my finger for example is on your shoulder Your shoulder is touching my finger. So, a big part of getting happy again is actually receiving assistance. You don't have to do it all by yourself. And there's such a sweet joy in, you know, when someone says, "Can can I help? And it's like, yeah, actually, thank you. I'd really love that. I'm tired of doing this by myself. I'm really grateful. And can you get what a gift that would be for that person that offered the assistance? And I get it's tricky. You know, when you're in survival, it's it's a very much a different energy. We don't tend to look out to receive. So it starts with asking questions and ask for um, dolphins. I call them dolphins. They're playful, fun, kind, caring beings. But they also, if a shark enters the water, they know what to do to keep you safe as well. And there's people out there. Even if you don't believe it or don't have a reference point for that level of kindness coming at you or (laughs) being delivered to you, please know it's there. And just start asking for it. Just start asking, hey universe or whatever your you know, belief system is, hey God, hey angels, whatever, hey consciousness. I would love some more physical beings in my life that are kind and caring. And they will start to come. Trust me on that one. <laughs> I never thought that was possible, but they do. They do. And as you get the support, you'll be able to know. Um, You know, with domestic violence, of course, we talk about the amber, red and green lights. You'll be able to work out with your support network. Is this somebody that's generative and creative and kind? And you'll know from that gut, from that centre of the flower, 
And you'll equally know now because of this podcast, (laughs) if you meet someone beautiful and kind and you start getting weird body reactions, (laughs) might not have anything to do with them. (laughs) Just saying. So you don't need to get confused about that one, but you do need to ask a question because that might not be true for you, right? So have a beautiful week. Um, Pay attention to what's going on with your body. And if you can, just spend some time with your body. You know, I was waiting for my daughter. She was um, she just um, popped into the shops to grab some stuff. And I just took that moment as I was sitting in the car. And I was like, hey, body, how are you? And I noticed there was some sort of warmth on my left knee. And I was like, what's, the, you know, it was just this curiosity. Like, oh, what's that? And I just was with that energy and it just went away. And that's the beauty. If you're willing to just be present, you don't need to fix anything or think anything. That's the beauty of energy. You just need to perceive it without a judgment, without a point of view. And when you perceive that energy, it will transmute, transform. It'll move maybe to a different part of the body. It might leave, might expand. There's no right or wrong. So get to know your body as well and Peter Levine's work is beautiful for that. Um, uh, Dr. Dane Heer's Body Whisperer is beautiful as well. There's lots of good material out there that assist you to connect with your body. I've got so many things, so many of them on my Audible. I'm just, (laughs) I'm like, how am I going to get through all of these? They're all such amazing authors. (laughs) So, you know, just Google Google disassociation, Google um, trauma parts, you know, Google. um, Ask some questions and see what's possible. But just know, even if you're having a really bad day right now, you are beautiful, you're a gift. It's okay if you don't feel that way. Doesn't make it not true. (laughs) And that it can get better. Just two more steps, hey? And I'll be here next week. Uh, to chat with you again. All right. Have a beautiful day. What else is possible?